Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Surprise, I found two more Leprechaun movies to <laughs> all the colors exit in your face. I would legitimately murder you, I think. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I would. What we need is, you know, like in the vein of Freddy versus Jason and like Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, we need Leprechaun versus Shark. No. No, we don't. It's October 21st, 2020. Uh, again, we're a little bit ahead of schedule because what we got going on uh, over the next couple weeks, but it means you guys still get your podcasts in. Uh, you're hearing this right before Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. We're rounding out Leopardtober here on the show with Sharktober. Um, wrapping it up. If you're new here, every single week we watch a random movie in our massive movie collection. We're married. We talk about that. We talk about the movie. We talk about our lives. We have fun. Um, and sometimes. We have a, sometimes. We have a good series uh, going on. We are still got... Putting a bow on it? We're wrapping up the Wrapping It Up series. I mean, I say that we still, I think, have about five or six movies to watch. We'll be going into And who knows what, what we're going to add on? Who knows what we're going to end up adding on? No. No, we're not adding anything. We're not adding anything. Are no. you sure about that? Yes, I'm sure about that. Mm. I think I'm you sure underestimate the amount of pleasure I get out of Causing you pain. I mean, that's coming from the person that just had to sit through eight Leprechaun movies because of me. I can sit through anything. Oh, okay. I can sit through fucking I'm the one who made anything. us watch those Beverly Hill Chihuahua movies. That's correct. And here I am, on the other side, clean as a whistle, and mm. ready to go. I don't know what that even means. I, mm, I How am I not know. clean as a whistle? I'm pretty clean. Are you, though? Are you talking about me being damp earlier? That's part of it. I sweat a lot when I run, and then I still what? sweat after I'm done taking a shower because I've worked myself up so much. I don't properly cool down, so like I shower, I exit the shower, and I'm still sweating. That defeats um, the point of a shower. Well, am I supposed to just like shower like an hour later? No, you're supposed to actually cool down and stop sweating. Even if I do a full five, a full five minute cool down, it doesn't cool me down. I need to cool down for like twenty minutes. Are you taking a hot shower or a cold shower? A hot shower. Take a cold shower. I like I'm taking a cold shower. Take a cold shower. Suck it up. I've taken cold showers and it still doesn't work. You're not fucking hard. It's not. What are you talking about? What? Why are we talking about me being hard now? Because that's typically what happens. Like men typically take cold showers to stop themselves from being excited. It's the same mechanics to stop your body from being worked up. I don't know why you went there all of a sudden. That was really weird. It wasn't like, 
sometimes you take a cold shower because it feels good, not because, oh, I've got a raging boner, i got to put a cold shower on. I like, don't know like, what men do. I can't speak. I like a hot view. shower because it feels nice, and I normally I'm showering in this house, and we keep this house cooler, so I don't want to be cold when I'm out of the shower. Mm. Let's talk about anything else, please. Cool. Uh, when you're hearing this, I have returned from my quest... What are you doing on the your quest? Odyssey of driving, flying up to Ohio with my what? sister, you and may driving have my mother down from Ohio to Florida to live here. How long's that drive? It's a long drive. Long drive. It's a long How drive. many cars are you gonna be in? One car. One car. Where's your mom gonna sit? Hmm, the fucking roof. How much stuff is she bringing? Uh, this has all already happened, so I don't know. So I'll answer that next week. How, uh, where's she going to stay when y'all get here? The roof. <laughs> um, so next week's episode will be, we'll try to if make sure we time If we get there, enough. who knows if we'll be able if to. I haven't crashed into the Appalachian oh my God, Mountains. God forbid, Chris. Why would you say something like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Why are you freaking out the entire time that you're on the road? Oh, we'll be fine. Um... Next week's episode, uh, we'll we'll go into detail on that trip, and we'll go into detail on. No one wants to hear about that trip, though. Could be some fun hijinks. You never know. Me and my sister together for uh, for a long period of time. Yeah, people are gonna want to hear about how you're gonna make your mom drive your drunk asses part of the way. I would let my mom drive that drive in that car if she if I didn't have hands and feet. I'd be like, I'll figure it out. But Drive with your old raging boner. <laughs> I'm going to take a cold shower, I guess. According to Samantha's logic. Uh, so what else is going on? Um, we watched a movie. We did. We did. We watched we a movie yesterday. We always talk about that. Which um, is why we, uh, we, we're, we watched this movie. Uh, we watched today's ago. movie, Deep Blue Sea, on Monday. Deep Blue Sea 2, excuse me. Deep Blue Sea 2, sorry. So we're recording today on Wednesday. Tuesday, we watched The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix, one of the rare streaming movies you actually want to watch with me. Um, well, no. I want to watch a lot with you. I know, there's but still plenty But because some people get to work from home and just sit there jacking off half the time. Oh, thanks for mentioning that the day before I'm going to be no longer working. Cool. So I'm be some watching Some people a lot more. get to just stay Every, home. Everything you want to watch, Marriage Story, I'm going to watch it. Queen and Slim, I'm going to watch it. All of them. You were going to do it anyway. No, I'm, it's been a I year. Be it's been a year. I would be so shocked if you haven't already watched those I movies. haven't because I'm a man of my word and I'm a good husband. And I didn't watch You couldn't watch even say that with a straight face. Because of your stupid face. You couldn't even say it with a straight face. I haven't watched those things because I love you. I don't know why I haven't because. <laughs> I was say, I don't know why I love you. I was like, I don't know either. <laughs> Because that we have no time to do or watch anything, so I should just watch them, and then you find your own fucking time to watch them as That's well. That's fair. I have to actually go to work every day in an, in a building away and not have I'm not able to be on my phone the whole time watching it. Figure it out. Uh, I didn't mean to offend you. You're fine. You're good. Not a problem. Uh, but I want to watch those movies, and we never we only have time to watch the movies we do for this show, like Deep Blue Sea Two, and. Now we have a huge backlog backlog of things that we have, haven't watched. I'm gonna have this free time, so I'm just gonna end up watching, rewatching shit like I've been rewatching. Like I rewatched D two, the Mighty Ducks, because I just wanted to. 
I mean, that's a great choice, though. Like, who wouldn't want to re-watch that movie? So we watched The Trial of the Chicago 7 last night. Woo, 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 Kenny, woo! He was not one of the seven. Uh, What did you think? (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. That was really, really well done. Really great ensemble cast. Really great acting. Uh, Yeah. It really upset me a lot. Yes, you cried. If it was a card, we'd have a big, big old C on the big card. Big old C. I was like crying the entire movie because I cannot believe how one it was only fifty years ago that it happened. Two, it's still happening today. Um, and three, just like the, the things that did go on and how ignorant I been the majority of my life to stuff like that um not ignorant I guess I don't want to say that because that means like I I guess purposefully didn't want to know I just politics has always been real touchy for me and my family I have a divided growing up I had a divided family um so we didn't really ever talk politics and I guess the area I grew up in was um a little bit more privileged I guess I didn't have as much exposure to things as I've had in the last 10 years of my life and um you know I'm mad at myself that I didn't seek that knowledge um U.S. history is not really my forte uh, if you couldn't tell but um I really enjoyed I really loved learning that piece of of history and um seeing you know how far we haven't come yet yeah, I enjoyed what about it. You? I enjoyed it. I thought it was very, very good. Like you said, a good ensemble movie. Um, it's Sorkin, so Sorkin's always going to have amazing. a blistering, blistering screenplay and get some amazing performances. And there were some. Uh, I had a few problems. I didn't like the end, um, which seems to be a prevalent thing with a lot of people because it was heavily dramatized and um, didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> so I I take umbrage with a lot of those uh, Hollywoodized. Uh, like movie moments, mm. like that was a thing we talked about when we discussed Bohemian Rhapsody. Was I, which is totally different. Like Charles Chicago Seven is a very, very good movie, and Bohemian Rhapsody is not. Well, and it is, and but... it's all jumbled and out of order. Like this movie decided just to, I guess, not amplify, but modify things to give the audience a bit of a happier ending than what actually occurs under the scope of what the actual story was at the time. So besides that and a couple like minor things throughout the movie, again, thought it was very, very good. Enjoyed it. I anticipated being a heavy awards contender. Shaping up to be a good awards season, um, despite everything. Got that. Uh, Mank is the the trailer for Mank hit the David Fincher movie, which I know you have no interest in seeing. No. So I will happily watch that by myself, just as you have no interest in Borat, which the early reviews for Borat came out today. Uh, and if you had Rudy Giuliani in your career's probably over pool, that's your winner, not Leslie Graham. I don't remember if I talked about it on the show or not. Uh, we could talk, but I don't want to spoil it. It's been all over the news anyway, but um, he was caught in a compromising position in that movie. It's not going to matter because literally they could get him on camera like shooting a special Olympian in the face and he'd still probably somehow survive like anybody involved in any of those uh, endeavors. Uh so that, um, what else? Uh, Nomadland, The Father, One Night in Miami, all movies I desperately want to see. Um, and I don't know what means they're going to be available on. So when they happen, I will report back on them. 
I also want to go back and watch a couple things that came out earlier on in the year. Like, I want to watch The Five Bloods, um, the Spike Lee movie on Netflix. want to check out uh, Invisible Man. Still haven't seen Invisible Man. I've heard a lot of good things about that as mm-hmm. well. So I'll have to uh, do all those that you don't want to see because uh, you're a basic bee. Uh <laughs> to see your reaction. Never in my life. And that reaction is a very basic bee reaction. Never in my life. Speaking of basic fucking bees, let's get into today's movie. Uh, if, Like I said, if you're new, we started earlier this year what we were calling our Wrap It Up series where we're watching the sequels, prequels, franchise adjacent films that have come out since we did the original movies on the podcast or we didn't own at the time. And we are doing today the direct-to-DVD sequel, Deep Blue Sea 2, which has absolutely zero to do with the original Deep Blue Sea movie. No, it's exactly the same. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. It is exactly the same movie, it is just not with any of the characters or any of the established things. It is not as good. That's what I just said. No, I was reiterating it in a different tone. Uh, Do you remember when we watched... Deep Blue Sea. It had to have been a while ago because Give the next, I know what the next movie is and we watched that before Jillian was born. So let me pull that up. I just, for frame of reference, I've been sharing what the scores of everything have been uh, as we've done them. I'll have it here in just a second. The first Deep Blue Sea movie we watched all the way back in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, uh, May 17th, 2016. It received a 6.5. Because you gave it a seven and a half for some god-awful reason. The MVP was Samuel L. Jackson. The LVP was Thomas Jane. I gave it a five and a half. Uh, So, yeah. I will read the box for Deep Blue Sea 2 now. Well, I hate to say... This movie is not going to match those. Stronger. Wiser. Deadlier. Work it, make it, do it better. Stronger, wiser, deadlier. Uh, Return to the Deep, if you dare. Why is there so much? There's a lot. 19 years ago, the Aquatica Project used genetically altered sharks in hopes of developing a cutting-edge cure for Alzheimer's disease. They came close to achieving their goal, but an unforeseen tragedy derailed the experiment. What? They gave frame of reference the initial movie. Now, pharmaceutical billionaire Carl Durant is determined to revive the research of the undersea laboratory. With former Navy SEAL Trent Slater and Trent and scientists Daniel and Leslie Kim already on board. We'll get Leslie! back. We'll get back to her in a second. Don't you dare start screaming, Leslie. Durant hopes to enlist shark conservationist mm. Misty Calhoun. I nailed that. Go fuck yourself. I was really worried when I came up. I was like, oh no. Onto the team, but Calhoun is shocked to learn that the company is using unpredictable and highly aggressive bull sharks, the most lethal predators in the sea, as its test subjects. Before lawn, fuck. Yes. If you didn't stare, this is not fair because you never, I don't get right up in your face like this where your nose is touching me. You can. Though you could be in the other fucking room and your nose still be touching me. You've got a much Before long. The drug-enhanced sharks, led by Den Mother Bella, are growing <laughs> smarter, quicker, and much, much deadlier. Brace yourself for unyielding suspense in this bloodthirsty return to the deep blue sea. It's only one before long. Damn it. So I'm still up four? Let me see. One four or five, I believe. Every 50 episodes, we have a competition about reading the back of the box. 
This is the last time we're doing this because I'm tired of Samantha face fucking me with her own face as I read something. Weird. So uh yeah, four. Four. Um yeah, so whoever wins uh, gets to watch a film franchise of the uh the winner's choice. Uh I'm glad they reiterated Deep Blue Sea at the end there because the first song. So let's get right out Oh let's, my let's, god. Let's get right out of the gate. The here. music in this movie blows my mind. So I think it was one of the first and only times in this podcast history that I rolled the dice about getting sued. And I got an angry email from Podfather Rich Camelucci saying, I don't care if you own the rights of the song, don't play the whole song. Mostly I was Teen Wolf. But I think I also did it for Deep Blue Sea, for LL Cool J's magnum opus, Deepest Bluest. Yeah. His hat is like a shark's fin. Uh, that song is like John Lennon's Imagine compared to Deep Blue Sea 2 song, which I believe my notes indicated it being uh, if Creed got a contract from SeaWorld. It's like this awful, like alt-rockish, maybe like folkish song. I know I'm not going to be able to find it probably. And oh, that really angers me. I'm going to do my best. I don't care if I have to rip the movie. Oh, digital movie. Hold on. Voodoo. My the two movies I'm gonna digitally hurt cats and Voodoo. Uh what's the digital? Hold on. Please still be active. No, redeemed by June 30th, 2019. When the fuck does come out? 2018. Deep, Deep Blue 3 C Deep Blue 3. Deep Blue C3. That's the name of the sequel. Deep Blue. C3 came out uh, this year. And that's the movie that you're threatening, I'm guessing, on buying to have to have us watch. It's not Look, a threat if it's already happened, We just happened, got done baby. watching eight Leprechaun it's movies. It's not a threat if it's already happened, baby. We, no, I'm going to buy it on Black Friday when it's like $5. We just got done watching not eight Leprechaun stupid. movies. I'm going to spend $12 on this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, I bought this on Black Friday last year for like 5 Yeah, I'm going to buy this one for 5 We've had a, a, a just one hell of a stretch. This is a direct sequel of the next one, and movies. it has none of the same characters. <laughs> of bad movies, and this one might take the fucking cake. It's so bad. And you know me. I love a good, bad movie. This doesn't even have, like, the plot. This the movie doesn't think or know that it's a bad movie. No, I think it knows it's a bad movie. Well, well so we watched the gag reel, and look, the people that made it seemed like they had a they hell They had of a, a great time. time. They had a ball. They had a great time, but... This... I wish I had that much fun watching it. Watching this movie makes me think of the, the guy from Billy Madison, who, after Billy gives his answer about the puppy that lost his way, really is just direct, speaking directly to this movie... What you just said is one of the most idiotic things I've ever seen in my entire life. Everyone who has now watched it is dumber for having seen yeah, it. Yeah, but look at how many notes I have on this movie. I look at my award notes. you look. no points. I'll have to give you at least one point. And may God have mercy on your soul. I know. I have, I have several as well. I have a lot of notes, but a lot of them are screaming. I just have all caps. I'm screaming I was screaming my head as well. Although, I will say... The soundtrack was bonkers. I don't know. Yeah, so this the song is just like, In the deep blue sea! We're in the deep blue sea! Swimming in the deep blue, blue sea! sea. <laughs> so, uh, a, a great bad movie is Miami Connection, which I've been watching on Pluto TV a lot, both the actual movie version 
and the, the uh, riff track and the riff track version. version. And there's a song in there where like there's a, like the bad guys are like some biker rally, and the song's called Tough Guys. It's just people doing things. that's like Tough Guys, <laughs> and the riffers are just great because they're just narrating what they're doing, which isn't tough. And then the chorus is just Tough Guys. <laughs> so that's what I feel Deep Blue Sea is on this. Man, but I just love. Okay, so, so let's, let's get. Okay, so the movie off. opens. Hold on, let me let me finish oh. my one point. I'm sorry. Man, make uh, your fucking point. What already. I was gonna say was I have. Le- significantly less notes than you do because there were many stretches in this movie and I hate to admit this where I just stopped paying attention. I just, and this is a you thing. Like, you'll be movies, you just like, I look over and you're just like on fucking TikTok or something. Yeah, yeah. And like me, I'm Got always my watching. my AirPod in my other ear, you can't it see. It can be something I've seen many times and I'm, making meticulous notes. Like I'm about to if it's something I've never seen right before, I'm always locked in as well. I'm going to fucking knock that phone out of your hand. We used to get legitimate arguments about you being on your phone on this show. And then I started making you take notes so you had a reason to be on your phone. Uh, but for this, I was like, man, I'm just going to get a round of Among Us in because fuck this. I can't do this. It just was so asinine. Go ahead. All right, so this movie starts out, right, with these... Two guys. You don't know who the fuck these guys are. I think are. they're supposed to be South African based on the other South African guy later on. Because he has a comes like, you can kiss my South African ass! I don't think that they're related. I think you just want them to be because the guy's character name was Kwame. Kwame. But that's not a South African name. It could be. I don't know. I don't know much about Charlie Theron. It's the only South African I know. That just confuses me all over again. <laughs> uh, no, look. So it starts with them cutting the fins off. They're finning. They're cutting the fins off of the sharks. The, the true sharks, villains of the movie. They are. The sharks are not going to like that. And then probably my favorite scene in the whole movie, three minutes in, these sharks form a flying V. Sharks swim together. And um, it's so terrible. They attack them. Yes. It's t- god awful. You couldn't understand a word these guys were saying yeah, because of how South thick, African or whatever they, they were. Accent and there was a lot of noise. They're also for like some they're reason. also like like boatsmen, so they're also like naturally like a little gruff and like rougher on the edges. Like they're not articulate. Like they're not going home and reading the Iliad. Like you they're don't know that. they're going home and fucking those shark fins. They're not selling them. So yeah, so they get chewed apart. Cool, and then like the crew gets together. I've never missed L O Cool J more because I know I really. all the well, or really any of the characters like I, I didn't like Thomas Jane but like I would have killed I mean if Michael Rappaport just walked into this movie yeah. I wouldn't have been surprised because <laughs> it's you know he probably would have needed the money I know and then then they find out that the the sharks tunneled under the cable so they're they're learning they're and smart they're so smart none of the characters have any discernible like characteristics or oh, qualities they do they do except, well oh they do <laughs> qualities yes. Uh, physical qualities they do. Yeah, so it, it, but, you know, it just seems to me that they should stop altering the sharks. They're deadly and they kill, this happened before. Well, let's, let's be fair. So, so the back of the box, 
does a better job of making it clear that this is in the same universe or realm that it has been done before because I didn't get that from no, watching the movie. No, I didn't get movie. that at all from watching I don't, the I movie. I honestly don't know if it is in the movie. They might have just slapped it on the, the back of the box. I think they just slapped it on the back because I don't remember them saying it. I remember them talking about how the girl was like, my mother and did th- this research. And I think I, well, I think that's the only through line is that her mom was that actress. Uh, it was? Was it? I think it's supposed to be. Hold on. No. What was her last name? Calhoun. Calhoun. First Woman was not a Calhoun. No. Let's look it up. All right. It's a standalone sequel to Deep Blue Sea. I'm checking right now. Hold but on. Then, but, okay. Saffron Burroughs' character was Dr. Susan McAllister. Yeah. Swing and a miss. Yeah. I mean, you gave that movie, you gave it a lot of credit just now, thinking that they had that through line. You fucked its chances. Man, you, you. Also, uh, about, back to this Deep Blue Sea, so I'm just I'm going to erase this part of my notes. Uh, I wrote that it makes cats sound like Abbey Road. So, again, just to reiterate. You're just insulting the Beatles left and right, buddy. (laughs) No, I'm giving them compliments is what I'm doing. So, anyway, go on. Yeah, well, to be fair. All right, so if somebody came to you and is like, we can get rid of Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever Mm -hmm, it is. mm -hmm. Only we have to do is genetically modify and enhance the brain of sharks. No, do it on the sloth. (laughs) Well, maybe the sloth sloth has a tiny brain anyway. If we could do it off of something like that, then sure. Yeah, that's much easier. That sloth's never going to catch me. Is it not? <laughs> I can outrun a sloth. I'm not terrified of that. But this fucking shark's going to... Obviously, it's going to kill everybody. It's a fair point. Well, it's the same thing as... um. Oh, God. I feel like there's another... Planet of the Apes. There's another movie or franchise that we've discussed where it's like, you know what, a certain point... Oh, like Terminator. Like... Like, god damn it. Like, why do we just keep developing Cyberdyne? <laughs> like, why is Skynet still, you know, a thing? It's true. So it is. So basically we meet all these ragtag characters. They we meet, get in a speedboat and go miles out to this facility. We meet the Navy it. SEAL, hashed uh, Tom Hemsworth or Chris Hardy. He's trying to be both <laughs> at the same time. We meet Jugs McGillicuddy, which we will get back to <laughs> many different occasions. We meet a uh, nerdy tech guy. We meet a uh, crazy black billionaire, British dead body any moment, uh, disposable Asians. Like, th- those are the extent of their characters, is all that it is. And you're like, gonna live, gonna live, gonna die, gonna die, not sure yet, gonna die, gonna die, gonna die. And at this point, we're like 40 minutes into the movie, and the shark have killed... Two South African fishermen, three minutes in. And I'm like, and also this one's R. And I believe Deep Blue Sea 1 was PG-13. Well, yeah, there's only that one big. So I knew this one was going to ramp up the violence because they had the liberty. So I'm like, let's just yeah. get to it. The first one, you just had some fucking red corn syrup in the water and a, and a body floating down to the surface well, just and missing the arms shark. and legs. Well, yeah. That was it. You didn't see anything else. So I'm like, let's just get to the fucking shark right, killing. Right, right. Right. Just and get to it because yeah, it's but just but they spent waxing. a lot of time on exposition and like philosophy. Philosophy. They talked a lot about you know the guys guaranteeing the the pharmacists, pharmaceutical guys guaranteeing no one gets hurt. Um, Meanwhile, he pushes the nerdy guy into the water to ensure to prove the point because the sharks in their flying V formation are about to triple deke on. This dude and, uh, and their little, like, their cool little, the fuck is their cool little like garage door opener necklace <laughs> that controls their brainy brains makes them zoom off in another direction. Thanks, Joe Larocco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know the uh, the house opener thing with the uh, with the red neons. 
Made them uh, skedaddle. <laughs> uh, inside joke, don't worry about it. Uh, and then it's at this point that you notice, uh, as I yeah. talked about these discernible character... Uh, uh, All right, he's talking about... Jo- he's, he's getting distracted because he's about to talk about this girl whose tits are out the whole movie. She's the scientist. The main actress. The doctor. She's like... She's got her tits hanging out in like, every outfit. What is her actual job title? A shark conservationist. That's like Shark conservationist. We meet them. her. We meet her at first. She's uh, lecturing in a school and then there's a convenient woman, convenient student who asks her, you've swam with so many sharks. What's the one shark you'd never swim with? A bull shark. And then she proceeds to explain why and it's like they ram their prey and knocked them unconscious and they've got the strongest teeth and grip and blah, 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 blah. and then she's wearing like a button up shirt yeah then we see her which is still up. like button like one button too little maybe it's because her breasts are so large or then because... she should get a bigger shirt <laughs> that shirt's obviously too small the tagline to this movie should be deep lucy 2 that woman really needs a bigger blank because <laughs> a button down shirt a jacket a tank top a swimsuit, her bra. her bra, a wetsuit, specifically the wetsuit. The wetsuit was ridiculous. A wetsuit is supposed to go all, all like the, the way zipper up. is supposed to. It's not... supposed to go all the way up because you're not supposed to get water. It's supposed to prevent yes. the water from getting on your nope. skin. Nope. She had it zipped to her boobs, and nope. then the water is filling up in the in the facility, and like they're swimming through it, and the water, her boobs are in the water, and the water's getting in the wetsuit, and that's pointless. They're... Well, no, it was not pointless. The point of it was that, hey, this movie fucking blows. And then you needed to take a cold shower last night, right? For all the men. You need that cold shower, So for all the men that are watching this, let's at least give them a little bit of TNA. Yeah, and then she got, like, almost naked halfway through. (laughs) I forgot that scene. So... So, so, so we're talking about Katina's boobs, like maybe like three or four times already. Right. Like we're riffing on the movie, right. and there's a scene no, where no, it's when it's when, when she jumps the, in the water to save the guy, right? Yeah. So so the crazy pharmacist guy throws the nerdy guy into the water, and she jumps in to save him. In her like her in her, her pedestrian her, clothes, she's in like <laughs> pedestrian clothes. She's in like khaki pants. She takes her jacket off, and she's in like a tank top. Yeah. So she jumps in to save him. She's soaking wet. They go into the facility. Yes. They're like, you should put some dry clothes on. Yeah. So she she's goes, drying off. She goes to her barracks or her room or whatever. She takes off her shirt and she takes off her pants. She just prancing around in her underwear, yeah. drying off with a skimpy ass little towel. She puts on short ass little shorts. Cut to the next scene. And that's it. Like you're expecting a character to walk in like if Trent Slater, ex-Navy yeah. SEAL. They're already putting the tension. That you know they want to yeah. fuck. But like you know they want to If fuck. he walks in, it's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you were decent. Like that fucking scene that they put in movies yeah. to justify. Nah. nah. Like, to let you know the protagonist is actually a good guy because he doesn't want to see the the lead uh, actress's cash and prizes. Um, but Please also, ref- it gives don't you. Please don't call them that. But also, it gives you like. It still gives you like, oh, you got to see you're like half naked. It's a, like the director's way of doing it. No. You that was see, necessary. You just see that it for 45 necessary. seconds to a minute, and then you cut to the next Yeah, scene. it was necessary. So there was so much gratuitous boobs, that gives it at least a half extra point with me. Yeah, um, I know. Because, because you but know what? But what takes away a half point with me is the way that Pharmaceutical Man drank that orange stuff, though. I don't understand. He had this, he had Who this- loves orange vials? <laughs> Pharmaceutical Man loves orange vials. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> I do. <laughs> So this guy is apparently doping himself with like shark cum. <laughs> no, it's the same stuff they're putting in the shark. Oh, they're just not using the shark's own cum and feeding it to him to make him smarter. 
I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. Whatever they're doping these sharks up with, he's taking. Was it ever explained why does he have like some kind of disease? No, he was doing it to prove that it works. Oh, right. So he does it, so and then every time he does it, I think he does it twice. <laughs> he does. And when he does it, it's like quick, like, like he freaks He's out, like, quick ugh, flashes, ugh, and then like, like, like chemistry symbols. It literally looks like the Breaking Bad credits. And then it was schematic. The same fucking color scheme and everything. They just went on to like, like, like fucking Google Images and found Breaking an, Bad shit. They did it as an overlay to to him, and then it's like he closes his eyes, and then it's all black, and he see. It's like you're seeing what he's seeing. And like you said later on, the second time he does it, it's like blueprints, schematics. Yeah. Like like you know like. It was so bizarre and so out of place. It's completely out of place. If it sounds like we're jumping around, we are actually going in order we of are. the movie so far. We are, and then. This is the pivotal point of the movie. This is the pivotal point of the movie right here, okay? So then his lawyer? I'm was guessing. It the lawyer? Yeah. Came in and confronted him about the sharks killed the two fishermen from the very beginning an hour ago. Mm-hmm. As of right now, right? Um, and he, the pharmaceutical guy's like, don't worry about it. And the lawyer's like, if that gets out, you know, it's going to be bad. We're not going to be able to, to move forward. He's like, don't worry, I'll kill the sharks. Basically says, I'll kill the sharks when we're done. And the fucking shark was there. The fucking shark. So smart. It was eavesdropping. It was listening to the conversation. <laughs> and then exposition, exposition, background, yeah. background, compounds, genetics. We're all going to die, blah, blah, blah. The screenwriters had some massive balls. Man, but this shark's eye was just in the window. The screenwriters have some massive balls to... Im- Do sharks have ears? Well, no, not like Alfred E. Newman, like, sticking out of their fucking heads, but they have something that they can hear out of. Like an ear hole? I don't know. I don't, I don't have well, a shark. Like, if these were alligators, I could call Keaton and find out everything. Well, Most about their penises. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't have a shark expert on speed dial. I, I do. apologize. No, do not call Carly right now. She ain't gonna fucking know. You're doubting her? I'm gonna ask her. I'm just gonna text her. The screenwriters have the balls that think we care about any of the science crap they're talking about. And they also think they have we have the the capacity to care about this boring ash Asian couple. Which again, I hate I to mean, keep teasing. I mean, I care it. about them. I hate to keep teasing. I care about them a lot. It's just such a bad not fun movie man it's great it's let's not... let's keep going so you so again you didn't like this right like you thought this was awful exposition exposition background background confession x we're all gonna die blah 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 you already read that i think <laughs> oh, no, I know. yeah i'm aware uh let's demonstrate by bringing the biggest bitch eavesdropping shark into the facility they brought her they bring bella into the facility in. this is a mistake i i wanted ll cool j pop out and say this is a mistake and then I want Carly to said that bird. sharks do have ears. So tell her thank her for her service. She also uh, laughed out loud at uh, my comment. So it's found. So we find out why Bella, the the the, the main, the HBIS, <laughs> no, the H, the HBSIC, the head, the head bitch shark in charge, yeah, is so irritable in doing this. She's pregnant. Surprise, surprise. Mind you, they did like blood work. They did all this shit, and it takes shark conservationist Misty Calhoun. To find out that that is the fact. I've been around sharks since I was seven. I could tell a knocked up shark when I see it. Bitch. Man, what the she, fuck? You're a knocked up shark, bitch. You're a knocked up shark. So what does that naturally lead to? 
Baby sharks, do 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 do. Baby sharks, do 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 do. I wanted to shoot myself in the head. So you have main mama shark and little baby sharks. And at this point, I'm like, why did it have to be a shark movie? Just make a piranha movie. Make an eel movie. Right. And then make something that like. Like, does a baby shark actually do anything? Well, apparently, there are four, apparently, basis that that's real there fucking four things. other sharks. There were? Yes, there were supposed to be five sharks. Oh, yeah, the V. The V. <laughs> Sorry. So, at this point, it turns into the exact same of the first movie. The right. whole, the whole... The whole place is going down underwater. They have to escape. They're the shark be in the jumps water. up through the wet pool and bites some guy's head the off. Only, the only saving grace of the movie is that a head gets bitten off. Uh, it's not as surprising and shocking as Samuel L. Jackson mid-monologue getting eaten and snatched away. How many baby sharks are there? I believe there's like maybe like a dozen. Okay. Something like that. Uh, the South African guy... Uh, like, decides to go out and try to save the day. He gets knocked out by a shark. Right, because of the exposition from earlier when the college student asked, why wouldn't you swim with a bull shark? And the woman's like, because the bull shark will ram into their prey and knock yeah. them unconscious. So he's unconscious. Uh, 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 Trent Slater. Busty Mick Calhoun and, uh, yeah, and uh, Trent Slater, like, go save him. She There's more boob teases when she puts on a wet, that wetsuit. That's when yeah. she gets put on. Yeah, and they I go got out and so save the guy. They, they go out and save the guy, and they're like, you okay? Like, he gets, like, mouth He's to like, mouth yeah, or whatever. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm a South African. Sharks eat my ass. And, of course, right as he says that, shark jumps up. Terrible 90s CGI. Head's yeah. gone. And then the tension between Trent and the doctor. <laughs> and then there's bad, <laughs> really bad metal music there as well. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's also like when like, Gary Busey tears his shoulder out in Rookie of the Year. Like, wow, 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 wow. Um, so that's also fun. So the so then we start to break off. The Scooby Doo part of the movie begins when everyone's like paired off. In each scene, there's all these warning lights and flashing colors. Each scene is in a different color now. You get the blue scene, the red scene, the green scene. It's something I fucking hate in these movies where they're like, "What's an artistic thing we can do?" Mm, let's put the scene in all red. I hate it in wrestling. I hate it in movies, uh, particularly as we talked about, the awful Asian scientist couple. Their whole backstory is that he couldn't pass up this opportunity. He tr- he didn't trust Durant's research and what he was doing, but the money was too good, and his wife is upset about it. Uh, no, okay. They get separated. Bro. And they get separated. Not, that's not what happened. Oh, it was not? Tell, please tell me. Enlighten me. What happened? So, it's not that he didn't trust... Durant's research. Mm-hmm. He sold Durant Leslie's research. Oh, and I told she, you without I wasn't her permission. <laughs> without her permission, and so that's why she was upset. Gotcha. Uh, so I have every right to be angry at this because they get separated. They do for an excruciating amount of time, and I know that because. Uh, Mr. Kim tries to find Mrs. Kim throughout the course of the next 15, 20 minutes mm-hmm. by just over and over again shouting, Leslie! What do you say? Leslie! I shit you not, this motherfucker shouts Leslie at least 15 to 20 times. <laughs> if this over guy the course, screams Leslie one more time. 
Leslie! Meanwhile, she, I think, also, no, like, like the water rushes in on her, and, like, her her head hits the back of, like, the ship, and she gets, like, knocked down, and she's floating in the water. How so she's all... wearing a life jacket. Right. And then they finally, like, meet up to each other, and they're, like, on one side of the glass to the other, like, fucking lost. I don't even watch that show, but I think that's what happened at one point. And then, as soon as they're reunited, boom, she gets beaten. And he's, and he's so distraught. He's the LVP of the movie for me. He's not the LVP of the movie for me. Wow. There's this one scene that makes this one character LVP for me. So well, let me tell you. Let's, let's get back to it then. I, I, I might have to argue this. Because his reaction after yelling Leslie so long, so excruciatingly badly, when she finally does his like dramatic, sad crying and acting and like moping that uh, uh, Brad Hirsch has to kick him out of. Again, inside joke. Sorry. Uh, this skinny little nerdy kid, which Brad Hirsch is not anymore. But he knows he was if he's somehow listening to us now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He knows. Uh, Like, has to snap him out of it. Um, You have to do it for Leslie, man. I'm going to do it for Leslie. I'm going to do it for Leslie. Five minutes later, he gets bitten in half and his guts fall out. And (laughs) so, this is my favorite part of the movie. So they're, like, escaping. They're, like, on, like, the brig. I don't know what these fucking terms are. They're, like, trying to escape. They're not on a ship. They're trying to escape, like, the facility. And uh, Trent Slater and Nerdy Guy... Aaron. Aaron are pulling Dr. Kim up. And they pull him up and, of course, his, like, intestines He's are hanging bisected. out. He's been bisected. He's been bisected. And, like, he gets, like, a, a death line. And, like, we couldn't really hear it that well because, like, lo- like, the laundry was going off and other things. So I was like, what'd he say? I'm like, I don't know. So I rewound it and I put subtitles on. And we get to the moment, like, a minute later, and it just says in the subtitles... Mutters unintelligibly, <laughs> and I'm like, we fucking deserve that. Yeah, we fell for to it. To think that he got a, a, a final line, it should have been, I didn't do it for Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also a scene where uh, 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 Booby Smith, I don't know what the fuck else to call her at this point, uh, she's like using a welding iron to like fight off the baby sharks, and all the emergency lights are going off, and I thought it was going to have a goddamn seizure. They did not put a warning on the They didn't. There's this whole melodrama of, like, uh, the crazy pharmaceutical Durant guy, like, taking one of the wheels off the door so like she can't get in. Like, he locks her out because they disagree on all of this stuff, so he wants, basically, her to die. Yep. And uh, The Coast Guard cares so little about these people, they send a drone over to help. And then the fucking shark, shark jumps up and out. eats it, all just right. like he jumps up and kills uh, Durant. Durant yells... That he owns the shark. I'm their daddy, yada, yada, yada. No, he said, I'm their master. I'm, their, I'm your daddy. <laughs> Great. Again, another point. If he says, I'm your daddy, shark. And then uh, the shark, again, free willy, grabs him, jumps out jumps of the water. Up. Uh, jaws closed, snap, blood squirting out of the mouth, dead. Um, how did the sharks get defeated here? Okay, so first we missed a death. We missed a death. So... Uh, Aaron and that other guy, whose name I never knew. I no idea who that guy's name never is. Never knew this other no character. Idea. They're going through together. Uh, they go to the rooms. The sharks, the baby sharks are behind them. Aaron hides on the bunk bed. The guy hides in the shower. Somehow, the sharks, I don't know what they did. The baby no sharks just start coming in the top of the shower. The shower's filling up with the water and the guy dies. The next thing you know, there's pouring a bunch of Kool-Aid in the, in the pool and, for, for, for blood. And... This scene was the worst scene to me. When Aaron, what did he say? 
Some notes. Oh, is Josh is the character's okay. name. Okay. When that Josh guy died, the guy who played Aaron was like, Josh, no. And it was so terrible. He's on this inflatable mattress. Just, Josh. And I cringed. It was so terrible. See, I cringe a lot and harder. just for that scene, no. I want to make him my LVP. So I didn't mind that guy. He's not my MVP by any stretch. But I didn't mind that guy because he he had he was given a lot of bad lines. Like like later on in the movie, he's like lamenting about his work, and he's like, you know, I can work. I can do manual labor. Like I can work for a living. Like That's, he's not fucking Mark Wahlberg. What the fuck? <laughs> I, don't, I can work for a living. You know, like go out there do some manual work. Why have to be here with these shorts marks? These what? <laughs> what? What was that? Shorts marks. <laughs> shorts marks. Barry Windham. To be fair, I've been at many wrestling shows where I had to be around some shardy smarks. Um, uh, <laughs> to be fair, that's how Mark Wahlberg would call smart sharks is shart marks. Shart smarks. I've, I'm, I'm having a brain aneurysm. We need to go to the hospital immediately. Um, I didn't mind that guy is what I meant. Like his tone of voice and his natural reaction to things. this is the last episode of Meredith Movies we ever record, I will never forgive you. It's the last movie we ever see. Oh, no, Trial of the Chicago 7. We're good. I can go out on that one. Uh, no, see, I have the guy, Dr. Kim, as the worst because him emoting about his dead wife after he was yelling so annoyingly so long was Trump that. Now, I have other candidates if we I can mean, come across somebody else. It's six of one half doesn't like have another Like Trent one Slater. Six of one half doesn't have another That guy movie. was trying so hard to be like a badass. He was a badass. He was not a badass. Like I said, he had like a little Hemsworth thing going on. Not Chris, probably like Liam or like who's like the like the tertiary Hemsworth. No, Liam is fine. Liam's. Liam's Isn't there like a good. third Hemsworth? A like third a fourth Hem- Hemsworth? There's a third. He'd be like Hemsworth the sixth Hemsworth. He'd be like Dave Hemsworth. Okay. Um. Um. Sorry. What was the end of the movie again? No, I was saying that the I you also skipped over the philosoph philosophical discussion this movie had. Which one? What's the problem, man or nature? Oh, cool. Who knew this movie was so deep? Blue Sea, too. Don't take off your life vest when you're in the middle of a flooding facility, Leslie! Leslie! Um, Can we make it Leslie? Because she they, also was bad. They ate her face right off. Man, you didn't talk about how she died. They ate, they ate her, her face. face. But it's still, like, I was disappointed in that because, like, it's kind of eating off screen and, like, she kind of, like, manages to yeah. get back up to the screen. That's what I was saying. It was, like, her face, she looks like Gus Fring. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, more breaking that. badness, like after his face gets blown off. Spoiler: If you haven't watched by now, fuck you. And uh, <laughs> and uh, his face is like Le- Leslie, Leslie. Okay, that's fine. I can be him. <laughs> he was so goddamn bad. You know what was so goddamn bad? The ending of this movie. So please, because uh, I, I, I uh, don't have any notes about the end of it. Cool. Except they I, had the two fact that I think there may be a, se- a sequel. Oh, that's like the fucking. They pointers. had two flare guns and they shot it into the sharks. Face in its mouth. And it, in its mouth and it sunk and they got away. But then, yep. boo-da-boo-da-boo, you see the shark with the scarred face like Gus Fring and the little baby shark swimming and then you hear somebody <laughs> screaming on the beach. Ah! Oh, right, right, because, um, so her whole point is like, she's a shark conservationist, but she's like, we gotta kill these fuckers because like, they could be dangerous to like the whole world. They we get can't out. let them breathe. So like, they have escaped, but like, we can't leave them and of course... There's some magical, like, island explode detonation thing on their escape boat. 
that they can explode the whole island in 10 seconds. I'm like, how do they know for sure? The sharks are in the fucking water, and they just blew it up. It doesn't mean they were right exactly there. They could be fucking anywhere. Cut to some nondescript beach and some nondescript bitch and her nondescript bastard of a boyfriend. They're surfing. Surfing, going on the water, and then, oop, there's little babies, and ah, I'm black, and uh, apparently it does nothing to do with what Deep Blue Sea 3 is. Correct. Which is asinine. Which I'm sure we'll get to on this show. I, Samantha. Christopher. I swear. You want to watch it? No. I don't want to watch it. World Deep Blue Sea 3. So we're going with Daniel Kim. Well, that's not his. That was the character's name. I know. It was the actor's name. Jeremy Jess Bolado. I'm sorry? Jeremy Jess Bolado. Boyado. No, there's no Bowdo? Bowdo. Bowdo? Uh, he was bad. As bad as Nathan Lynn was as Aaron, the tech expert, I think he had, sure, his reaction to this guy getting eaten was not great. I will reiterate that this guy's reaction to his wife getting eaten was worse. Okay. And... I already uh-huh. said he could be the LVP. Leslie! I already said he could be the LVP. Thank you. Trent Slater got off light because I was not a fan of his. I didn't mind Dr. Misty Calhoun, and that wasn't just because she had a nice rack. I'm sure. She was not a good actress, but, you know, she did her job. Who is your MVP? None of them. I have one. I think it's, I think it's pretty obvious and easy. It's the guy that played Carl Durant. Yeah. He was. He's a great actor. He was very charismatic. He always is. So he. And I have no fucking idea what he was doing in this movie. So Michael Beach, I love Michael. Sure. Beach. I don't know who he is. Go for so it. So he was in uh, the Hundred. Okay. One of my favorite TV shows. And he played a really charismatic bad guy. He played a very similar character to this, um, Charles Pike. And he was very charismatic and he became the leader of. He reminds me a lot of Lenny James uh, from. uh, I think that's Lenny James, the guy who plays uh, Morgan on Walking Dead. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of him. Yeah. I could definitely see that. But no, he's a great character and he plays the similar kind of character where it's like. You know it's a bad guy, but, you know, you're drawn to them. You want to root yeah. for them kind of thing. He does it really well. Yeah, it's him by, it's him by far. Except, his for, ca- except for when he's drinking the orange. The orange <laughs> and he's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. he's like nutty professoring out. Uh, yeah, he, he gets a lot of verbose things, but he's never bad. And the, the content that he's delivering is bad, but the quality in which he's delivering it is never, is never awful. Yes. He stands out in a really, really shit movie. He's like... Dude, what are you here? And like looking at his resume, he was in uh, Soul, Fo- Soul, Fo- Soul, Food? Soul Food, Waiting to Exhale. Uh, he was in Aquaman recently. He was a regular at ER and Third Watch. He was a regular on Sons of the Anarchy. Like this guy gets fucking work. He's good. Um. So yeah, so he is definitely the MVP of the movie. And also, it's always good to give a guy with last name a beach the MVP for Deep Blue Sea 2. Am I right? Hey! <laughs> All right. Uh... Are you done? Yes, I am very, very done. This, it was filmed in Cape Town, South Africa. There is no rhyme or reason 
as to why this this apparently was a big success on DVD and Blu-ray is evident by the fact that they made a third one. Okay. And it drives me crazy that these things happen. Now, the third one I see actually got decent reviews, and that's very intriguing to me. Now we're going to watch. Now, Oh, now you want to watch it. I just now saw Now you want to watch it. Because this one got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yet again, only five people reviewed it. So, and it has a 3.3 on IMDb. Yeah, it's... With 6,000 people reviewing it. But Deep Blue Sea 3 has a 4.6 on IMDb with 3,800 people reviewing it. I never it. thought I'd say this, but I am pretty done with bad movies for a while. <laughs> I after, finally broke you? After... You... No. You did nothing. I did it to myself. By buying this movie as a joke... And by doing the Leprechaun movies. Just because Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, and a Simple Wish came out of the box right before this. What other horse shit have we watched lately? There's got to be something else. There's something else I'm forgetting. Yeah, so it's all those. It's um, There was something else lately that we uh, watched that was so fucking bad that makes me want to put a fucking gun in my mouth. Surf Ninjas was Yeah, tertiary, tertiary. Ocean's 8. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've had a bad run lately. And by longest the, week by the reviews that was a while ago. I'm not the tip of a while hat. ago. It was five months ago. You could have told me it was in 2018, based on how 2020 has been. We're, are, we we see, haven't, haven't been too bad. We see the sun at the end of the tunnel here, because that's not the analogy at all. <laughs> I said, I what are you it. trying to say? <laughs> the light at the end of the tunnel. Sun produces light. But who says we see the sun at the end of the channel? Who says that? Sun enthusiasts! <laughs> Next week we have four rooms, which by all intents and purposes, based on what I've seen, isn't going to be great, but it could surprise. No, Carly said that it's really quirky. She thinks that we'll like it a lot. Okay. Um, Thank you, Carly. And then after that, we have Tropic Thunder, and then we have Cinderella for Jillian's birthday, and then the movie after this one in our Wrap It Up series, uh, we talked about kind of like tertiary franchises. I knew when we could watch this one based on that on the movie that this is technically wrapping up because we watched it when we were pregnant with Jillian, knocked up, we're watching This is 40. Yeah. Uh, which is also kind of appropriate because every year for Jillian's birthday... Uh, well, Jillian, Thanksgiving, we Thanksgiving, watch a family movie. We try to watch like a, a movie about families or about like having children in life, so it's perfect. It'll be a good uh, preview for us in uh, six short years when we'll be 40. I'm going to throw And up. I will want a shark to fucking eat. How do you want to go? Like, if you had to go out... I know we've established neither one of us want to die. We're both terrified of death. But if you could go out in an extravagant way, how would you want to go? Like, would you want to be eaten by a shark? Would you want... No. Like, like blown up? Like, if you had to pick no. one way... None of the above. Just peacefully in your sleep? Yeah. See, that, that scares me more than anything. I don't want to die peacefully in my sleep. Because, like, I'm just going to go to sleep, and then, like, nothing will ever happen again. Well, yeah, that, that's kind of how death works. That horrifies that's me. That's what no, I'm I'd rather, terrified No, of. I'd rather be, like, plane's going down. I'm like, all right, got 45 seconds. Let's do this. Like, you know, like, I, I just, I want to know it's coming. I, look, I just don't like to think about it because it really oh, no. upsets me. Oh, no, so do I. It's the same way. But you wouldn't want to be by a shark? <laughs> I'm the only, you're the only one that has dumbass questions on this show? Yeah. Um... No, I think I'd want to, you know, die in, like, the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like, valiantly going Valiantly down. going, saving humanity 
Fuck that. I'm not saving nobody. Fucking try to get on this RV. Somebody shoots me in the head. Anything else on Deep Blue Sea 2? Yes. What? I had a question for you. I what? forgot what it was. Go ahead. Oh, oh. Oh no. oh no! I think do sharks have ears was fine yeah, enough. Yeah, I think that was a good one. It turns out they do. Where are their ears? God, can I just do the show with Carly? Fuck. Sure. <laughs> you and Tom start your own podcast. Man, Tom and I would be. What's your score? Yeah, let's for do Deep that. Let's do this movie sucked, but it's so bad. It's so bad, but you know, I don't know if it was as bad as some of the Leprechaun movies that we watched. It was. It was. I think it was. It was. But absolutely. I think I'm still gonna give it like a one and a half. I'm also giving it a one and a half. Yeah, because there were some parts that I was like, okay, man, okay, I liked you when uh, his head got bitten off. I was torn between a a one and a one and a half throughout most of this podcast, and. The tits just did it for you. I honestly gave it an extra half point for the Michael Beach dude and the boobs. Like, that's yeah. all that it got. So Beach that, and boobs, baby. That is that is Beach basically equal to three of the Leprechaun movies. Yep, Beach and boobs. Um, that is our, our fourth one and a half this month. Cool, and our fifth score under two this month. Yes, because Leprechaun Origins was just a flat one. And this movie was better than Leprechaun Origins because most movies, any movie, all the movies are. So that's in the books. Like I said, next week, Four Rooms, our random movie, then my nomination movie, Tropic Thunder, then Jillian's birthday movie, Cinderella, and then our next Wrap It Up movie, This Is 40. That is our slate for November. Wow. And then it's December, so then we got your birthday movie you want to watch, we get the Christmas movie that we select, and our last couple movies before the year wraps up, and it's time for the 2020 Swaggy Awards. Can't believe it's almost finally over with. The asshole that was 2020. We've only watched five movies this year that were over a nine. I know. The whole year. There were a nine or more. Only five of them. I know. And two of them were Back to the Future movies. Yep. It's been... We have a big glut of movies here in like the five and a half to like yeah, seven and a half yeah, range. Yeah, a lot of them were like... Like they're, they're fine. Like they're good. But we have seen very little great this year. Yeah. So I'm right. actually, I'm actually. Oh no, I'm sorry, six. I'm seven. actually interested. It's Garden sh- State. It should Star be Trek. seven. Yeah. Whiplash, Back to the Future, Back to the Future Two, Doctor Sleep in Bruges, Star Trek, and Garden State. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm actually hopeful. I'm. I really hope that the random movie and whatever your nomination is and whatever Chris's movie we do and whatever you choose to watch for your birthday, are. Now I have a lot of pressure. Well, no, because, like, well, also, like, you're weird because, like, the last couple years, well, last year you did Fiddler on the Roof, and I got a really, really good score, but the previous year we did Nightmare Before Christmas, and, like, you were like, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite movies, Seven. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it was just kind of odd. So, it all just kind of depends on what you pick and what I like. So, who knows? We'll see. See what you want to do. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Meredith Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Support the show by going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. We gotta finish Stacked. I don't want to. Sorry, we can watch her and your mom's here. That aneurysm's back. 
MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com, at MarriedWithMovies on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies. You can find me at your host mullet 38 on Instagram. Give me a follow. I'm actually finally active on Instagram, particularly with my new Instagram TV live show, Box and Friends, where I open boxes, packages, bags of purchases of toys, comic books, games, books, whatever fun stuff I come across. And I will have guests on the show sometimes that uh, talk about their childhood and their lives, and it's going to be a lot of fun, just like uh, the Podfather Rich Camelucci show on Instagram, the Whack Pack that he does every single day. Uh, both shows are basically for charity. There'll be a donation thing at the bottom of your screen during the show and after the fact on IG, where you can uh, support a plethora of causes. Any plugs for you, Samantha? Nope, because you're an awful person doesn't do anything for anybody except yourself. You're kidding, right? <laughs> you're kidding, right? I don't have the time for anything. I had like a two and a half hour meeting today about the United Way campaign that I'm the volunteer uh, for work. I just wanted to rally you up because it's funny. Because <laughs> when you said like, no, I don't want to do anything for anybody, that's how you made it sound. You are one of the most charitable and. Why did you say it in that tone people. of voice, though? I'm. I, that's my serious voice. That's your bullshitting voice. That's the voice that you no, use when you're at work. No, this is my bullshitting voice. Samantha, that's the voice that you use at work. Samantha is one of the kindest and most generous people you've ever met. That's my bullshit voice. Do you have anything else? Not that I can say or do while the recording is going on. You want to make it three weeks in a row I've had to bleep something on the show? Go for it. You won't. Chicken shit. For mullet. You motherfucker. That's it? That's all you got? This is mullet. Signing off for this week's episode of Married Movies. I'll catch you next time on the couch. Slash the movies. That's all you got? Shit. Say worse things to myself. I'm taking a cold shower with my hard dick. See if I ever touch your hard dick again. You, sh- you and your right hand should become acquainted. Oh no, I gotta believe that. Sorry, <laughs> gimmick. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.